the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, we're going to talk about cars, your car, your RV, tires, suspension. I was told I needed this. I was told I needed that. What's the symptom of this? I took it in, and I paid a bunch of money to fix a vibration, and I still have the vibration. What do I do? All that kind of stuff is stuff that we can handle for you. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This show is brought to you by a bunch of repair shops. And these are guys that I've handpicked. These are the guys that I've known for many, many years. I'll bet you all the guys together I've known for 200 years. So I'm not they're not paying me to talk for them. In reality, I'm happy to talk for them. Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good guy. He's been around since 1968, 40th Street in Washington, north side of the road. Really a good transmission guy. And he's not one of those transmission shops that has decided to do oil changes and air conditioning work and all that other kind of stuff, of which most of them have no skill level and no history at all. He just does transmissions. He'll do manuals and automatics as well as differentials and all the related components, but automatic transmission exchange, we call it ATE. Sitting next to me is my son, Alan, and he's up here. We're up north today, and you were here up north because why? Uh, I was dropping off the Can-Am. Oh, okay. So we got a Can-Am, which is a four, it's a side, what do they call them? Just UTV. UTV? Mm-hmm. Utility vehicle? Or uh, utility? I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> okay, it's it's it was a four seater utility terrain vehicle. I don't know. Okay, it was a four seater, but now it's a five seater because you put seat belts in the back. Or uh-huh. did, it was it always a five? No, it's four, it four seater. Okay, yeah. And so we did tires and wheels, and you did lots of lights on it. Any motor work to it? No, no, okay. not, not yet. Thinking about it, but not yet. Okay, they're already fast enough. Yeah, it's one hundred and seventy-two horse. One hundred and seventy-two horse on something that weighs. Not quite 2,000 pounds. Yeah, it's sub 2,000, I would imagine. Okay. And it has a top speed of, and this is what, when you buy them, it has a top speed of? Uh, it's like 90 or 95, I think, okay. on the street. But on, on the, in the hills, you're not likely yeah. to do that. No. Okay. That's kind of the work that you do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we, had, we do a lot of these. I mean, we, we, we do a lot of stuff, just simple maintenance, uh, just because people don't want to take them to the dealers. Uh, so we do a lot of maintenance and everything from belts to broken axles to uh to lights to aftermarket seats steering wheel or uh, uh, seat belts stereo whatever you want gps okay the, the part i like about the one that we just made that you just made for the family is the stereo system mm-hmm. you have really f- good speakers in all four corners yep can you balance them where it's just from i haven't been in there so today's my first day but the people in the back can they say 
tone it down <laughs> and you can just do the backward does everybody get the same you know intensity? i don't know the answer to that i i don't i don't believe so i think they're all kind of set okay. you'd have to have access i think to the amp and that's underneath the dash so now one of the things that you said that was a surprise to me is is it takes a very long time and a lot of tools to get to the battery yes and it's underneath the back seat on the passenger side mm -hmm. and so what does it take to get to the battery? Is it just you have to take everything around it? It's off? In probably an hour and a half on a lift with, with the correct tools. I mean, it's it's a pain in the butt. Okay. And then I noticed that what you had done is they make this kit that allow you to take the battery terminals and bring them to the exterior. Right. Yeah. I just we just pop a hole in the in the plastic. What I guess firewall and uh, put some access to the uh, to the batteries back there. And so what I saw was just like two battery terminals, mm -hmm. and you have a red cap and a black cap, and so you can jump the battery from there? Yes. So if you didn't have that, would it be virtually impossible to jump the battery? It would be um, virtually without having to take take everything off, uh, out to the back seat, out. Okay, so this is the case where the aftermarket fixed something that was bro was broken with this new uh, Can-Am yeah, Maverick. Yeah, 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 it's just... You know, it's it's silly, and I, I mean, the, the stock seats were a little bit easier to take out. So this one's a little, a little bit bigger, but it's still it's not a not an easy chore. Okay, it's so, not nothing you want to do. Uh, -uh no, definitely not out in the forest or something. But when you talk about some of these off-road vehicles, they all have this big centrifugal clutch and this big drive belt. Yep. The drive belt can be anywhere from an inch to two inches wide. Yep. It's cogged. But we used to get wet if that was wet, and it used to take a lot of time to get to that. I noticed that the entire cover for that belt is just unsnap, unsnap. Can you actually change that belt out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, we can change that belt in probably 10 minutes. And then before. From start to finish. Before. Before it was probably only 45 minutes to an hour, but it's you got to carry a bunch more tools, and it's just this way it's just easier. So it's just snap off the cover? That's it. Okay, is the cover airtight, watertight? Uh, are you still going to get dirt in there, and you're still going to get water in there? Yes, you, you still are. That's just the nature of the beast. You, you get that stock. Um, I mean, it's open to the top with vents and stuff, so water or, or dirt isn't going to hurt it. As a matter of fact, a lot of guys don't even run the cover. Okay, and stock, for those that don't know it, is, is the way it came from the factory. Yeah. Stock. When we say it's something is stock, it's just the way it came from the factory. Then you add aftermarket parts. So you're going to enhance what you buy from the factory. Mm -hmm. Okay, we got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Barbara. Barbara, good morning. How can I help you? Um, my husband and son have a project in my garage. It's a 1955 Chevy pickup that they've been working on restoring. But they kind of came to a standstill because they could not get the engine going. So my question is just, um, is there somewhere where I could that and have someone work on the engine and get it going for me so that we can get that okay. project continuing so you can on. Have your garage back? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can tell. I can just tell by your voice because my wife's the same way. Oh, you're not going to call today? Fine. I'll call and ask Mark because yeah. I want my garage back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let, let me what part of town are you in? Peoria. Just on the edge of Peoria and Sun City. Okay. Um, this is going to be easy, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, we need spark and fuel to get the motor to run, and we need the spark at the right time, and we need the fuel at the right time. So either we're missing spark or fuel, or we don't have it at the right time. 
So either you're going to get the fuel to be delivered at the right time and the spark to be delivered, or we're not going to have spark or fuel. This really isn't going to be a million-dollar deal. The only thing I can think of that would make this a big deal is if it's some sort of fuel injection and you've got to program it. Okay. Did they change the fuel to, like, fuel injection, or are they going to stick with a carburetor on this? It's got a carburetor. Oh, that's that's a piece of cake. Uh, on a one to ten scale, for us old gray-haired guys, you're talking about it to get this run. Now, I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe it needs a new fuel pump. Maybe the distributor's not spinning. Maybe the ignition module's bad. I don't know what the parts are, but to diagnose this thing is probably less than two hundred dollars for sure. So I would. Okay. okay and then you give me your major cross streets, and I'll guide you. Um. Well, there's Happy Valley Road. Um. And Lake Pleasant Parkway. Ooh, you're way out in the northwest. Yeah, yeah. Do you know anybody out this way? Well, uh, the closest I can get to you is 40th Street and okay. Greenway. Um, okay. And and then is that uh, Blackwell? Blackwell? And that's then, that's where I would send her to. Yeah, Blackwell. Now the other one is Kurtz, and they're at I-17 and Bell. No, yes, Bell. Yeah. I-17 oh. and Bell. And so if Kurtz is, is, I can guarantee you, Kurtz, they got a lot of gray-haired guys there. And I, I use that affectionately because some of the young men in our industry didn't walk the 55 Chevy path. So right. they just don't know the car because they're working on these new computer cars where you, you're working on a keyboard. So really and truly, this isn't that big of a deal. If you're going to tow it and, and you need it close by either Bell and I-17, the northeast corner, it's called Kurtz with a C. And call okay. him up and say, I got a 55 Chevy. It cranks over but doesn't start. I'm assuming it goes, rrr, 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 but it doesn't start. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. That's what you say. It cranks over but it doesn't run. It doesn't catch. It doesn't start. So that's the vernacular and the terminology we all recognize. So that's okay. what I would do is send it to Kurtz. Okay. Thank right? you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It's funny that you n- nailed that down. She just wants her garage back. No question. It, I can we tell hear. the second she called. I can tell in her voice. <laughs> and, and we we hear that all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And you'd be surprised on how many women are actually involved in that conversation. Well, she said, my husband and my son. And I went, I can finish this story. I know where this is going right here. We're working on this 55 Chevy. She wants her garage back. Yep. Okay. We got another caller. Who might that be? Oh, it'd be Pete. Pete, good morning. Morning, Mark. Uh, this seems to be the day for old cars that won't start. Okay. Um, I have a 1938 Chevy Coupe. Now, this thing was hot-rotted many years ago by a previous owner. And it's got a 350 Chevy V8 and a 350 Auto Trans. Now, this car's been sitting for about 10 years, but it did run and drive when it was parked. And I want to get it back on the road. And because I'm an old hot rodder from the 60s and 70s, I decided I want to put the battery in the trunk. Okay. okay. So I got the cables in there. Um, I put, I got bought cables from a welding supply someplace on, on eBay. Okay. And um, drilled two holes and grommets and bolted the black ground wire to the frame because there was a hole right back there. So it went right into the frame real nice. Red po- positive um, I put along the frame and the gas line to the starter and bolted that to the stud on the solenoid. Okay. Now, when I put the battery in, um, I wanted to see if it had power. So what I did was I turned on the lights, and I ran around the car, and all the lights worked, dash, headlights, back, everything. Um, but now the problem was when I put the key 
in the, in the thing and turned it to start, all it did was click one time. Each time I turned it to start, it was just one click. Okay, okay. I, I, I think I can fix your car right now. Okay. You said the headlight, and see, this is how important it is to listen. The headlights worked. Okay, the headlights are going to pick up their ground from the frame. So right. when you go to the frame, home free. But now you've got a click, which is a low-voltage symptom. You need to jump more grounds in this thing. You need to go from the frame to the engine. You need to go okay, from the frame I'll, to the support. I actually did that. Okay, what, then. what it was, see, what, what they did when a guy first built this thing, they built a heavy metal battery tray and put the battery behind the right front wheel in the back of the fender. You know how the fender sweeps all the way back to the door. And that's where the battery originally was. So the original ground wire, the negative wire for the battery, was bolted to the starter. They took one of the starter bolts out to bolt the, to the engine, and they put it in there. And I took that wire, and I bolted it to the fender, and that also goes from that battery tray they built to the frame. So in front, it's got another um, ground that goes block, fender, frame. Now, do I need another ground on top of I, that? I don't yes. know. I don't know. The, you know, the, the issue is, is we're, I'm trying to fix it through your eyes. This isn't a big deal. Uh, just take a voltmeter, hook it to the negative oh, wait, cable. Wait. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I didn't quite finish my story. What you I did was I went, on your, I went on your website, and it's, the website said if there's just a click, it's either the starter or the engine's frozen. Okay? And okay, I but I was going to tell you how to fix that, okay? I'm telling you to take the voltmeter. That's what I was starting to say. And start checking to see if you got 12 volts everywhere you think you got 12 volts. So stick to the battery and go to the frame and then go to the engine, then go to the radiator support, and then go to everywhere and see if you've got 12 volts to everywhere. Then you can go from the battery negative or the positive, and now you start checking your grounds. So you can do that to determine whether you have 12, and your battery should have 12 and a half to 13 volts in it to begin with. So you, all, you're working on that. So everything originates from the battery. So get your jumper cables out, go to the positive end, and then start checking the grounds all the way around. This isn't a tough deal. But if it's just clicking, and you said the headlights were white and bright. So if you read well, it. Hey, this, this is the problem. Um, again, I didn't finish. Okay, i got to take a break. Um, so we'll come back and get you and pick you up. It's 18 minutes after the hour, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. 
Selfie Dad, a funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. When confronted with the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code PHOENIX to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com promo code PHOENIX. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this! Together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Listening to Seth from 3 to 6 p.m. and want to chime in? Open your Patriot app, click the upper left-hand corner, and click on Call Studio. It's that easy. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. The mechanic raised well, welcome up back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. Alan Salem, Mark Salem at your service, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, you're making model. Give us the symptoms, and we move from there. Hey, Pete, um, I'm not going to be able to fix your car. Um, and, and, and what happens is is I make guesses, and you've already done it, and I've made guesses, and you've already done it. The problem with that is is I'm working through your eyes, and clearly something's wrong. If you read FAQ 28, it talks about how to diagnose the starter by looking at the headlights, and you can do the same thing with a voltmeter, and I explain that on the FAQ as well. So if the voltmeter doesn't change when you go to the st- solenoid uh, trigger and you don't get 12 volts to the tw- solenoid trigger, then um, you've got a problem between the battery and the starter. So I, 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 just, I just can't help you. Um, you can go there and find a shop that can help you, but it's just one of those things that's difficult because... Um, um, the the mistakes w- w- when we have a car like yours, um, it's it's just because the electrical system hasn't been circled, and um, and according to you, you've done it all. So I, I I just have to wave the white flag and say, you know, I'm sorry. Now the the, the other thing too is a click can be a bad starter. Um, a lot of times, you know, and, and it depends. I think if you get a real weak, you know, click, then that may, that's a voltage. But if you get a real strong click, a lot of times at the shop, what we do is, is we'll hold it in the start position and smack on it with a hammer. And if it's a bad starter, it's going to start. 
And and more than likely, this car's got a brand new starter in it or a brand new rebuild in it. And and those are the difficult part. You can do all of, and I agree with you. You can do all of that. The easiest thing to do is get your voltmeter out yeah. and understand what it's telling you and where the power is dropped off. Yeah. He could have a bad neutral switch. However, I'm thinking if the bad neutral switch, you wouldn't have a click. Right. If the click, that means the solenoid's being activated, but the starter's not spinning. Right. So with solenoid turns the starter motor on. So if he's got a click, then how come we're not spinning the starter motor? But if I were working on it, I would take some jumper cables and I would feed that starter motor trigger. And if the starter started spinning, then I would know I still got the circuit. So somewhere between the battery and the trigger to the solenoid that activates the starter, there's a problem there. Well, and and that starter's been sitting, he said, for 10 years. Assuming that if that's the case... It, it, a good smack on the hammer may just loosen up those windings. You're, you're absolutely right. And not enough to damage the case, right. <laughs> but a couple of switches. Now, what we normally do is one guy's going to get in and hold the key to the on position. The other guy's going to whack the starter a couple times with a hammer. All of a sudden, it starts cranking, and you're done. Yep. But it's called a volt drop test, and all you're looking for is the same voltage. So if the battery has 12.8, it better have 12.8 everywhere there, both on the ground side and the power side. 602-508-0960, Blackwell Automotive, we talked about him just the uh, last caller when we talked to Barb. He's up at 40th and Greenway. He builds hot rods. He does maintenance. He does fleets. He does everything from oil changes to complete restorations to complete engines and transmissions. But, folks, most of us can tell you unequivocally that's a very small percentage of our business. We, today, we don't do nearly the engines and the major engine repair on the vehicles today that we used to do in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, for that matter. It's been 20 years since we've we've graduated from motors that didn't go past 80 to 100,000 miles. We've got customers with three and four and 500,000 miles. We added up Joe Joe's the other day. Yeah. You know what his has on it? Um, Joe the, G? Yeah. Uh-uh. The green one? Yeah. 685,480 miles. Okay, and that's a 70-something? 70-something F100? F- F100. F100. What, and I think it's, it's on its third motor. Okay. And and it's, it's what motor's it got in it? 360? I think so. Okay, it's a big V8. Yeah, yeah. It's not the 460, though. I don't think and, so. And he drives... A, a long way every day from the mines to a small town mm-hmm. in, near the mines out there in Miami and Globe and Superior. Mm-hmm. Drives a, a very long way. He comes, racks up yeah, a lot of comes miles. comes to us for, yeah, which is. We've done all of his maintenance for years. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I noticed when I looked at his file last is we we didn't do very many brake jobs. <laughs> and it's because he never hits the brakes yeah. between home and the and the mine. And then from the mine to home, it's, you know, he's not one of those guys who's going to stop at every bar on his way home. Right. So. He's got brakes that last forever. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. But getting back to Blackwell's real quick, he's a good guy. He's been around a long time. We all got started in the gas station business. And um, and, and and most of us, if not all of us, that play by the rules, we understand how the old cars worked. We understand the idiosyncrasies. We understand what a click means. We understand where to find it. And not only that is, is we're consuming water, so where's it going and all the clamps are tight? Well, it's easier for us to figure that out. We're going to pull the spark plugs. We're going to pressurize the cooling system. We're going to crank it over 20 minutes later, and if it shoots water out of the uh, exhaust pipe or out of a spark plug hole, then we've already answered the question. We know that there's going to be an intake gasket leak or there's going to be a head gasket leak, and we've got coolant leaking into the cylinder. That's the reason why it runs bad when you start it up, and it seems to clear up good. But the symptoms are important. That's what's really, really important is the symptoms. 
Tell us you're making model and then just tell us what the symptoms are. A guy called today and he said, I've got a air conditioning issue. When I drive down the road, it's nice and cold. When I'm around town, it's not. How easy is that for yep. us to fix? Yeah, it's easy. It's, and, and here's the deal. The difference between driving on the highway and driving around town, I, I, I'm going to throw it out there. Do you know what that is? There's a simple answer to the difference between city driving and highway driving when it comes to being related to the performance of your air conditioning system. Mm -hmm. So he says on the freeway, it's much colder than around town. And and I'll spot you this, it's not a freon level issue. (laughs) And so we can and then there is tricks that we can do when it comes to and it's in the shop in order to duplicate the problem and then know for sure what the situation is. So, And if you want to guess, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Uh, real quick, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we, were com- we came up here yesterday in the heat of the day, 5 o'clock, 5.30, towing a trailer. And just make sure when you're towing and people, I, I, we must have seen 60 cars overheated yesterday. I mean, trailers, not trailers. Just bring water with you. Just... I'm I'm preaching to the choir here, but I mean it's it's not a race going up these hills towing stuff as you and I think it is. You know, I mean ours are set up for that kind of stuff. But when you get a bone stock and, and your foot's to the floor, I mean you got to respect these things. They they just you, you bring water and just take your time because I mean like I mine even my truck. I I said Lynn, I, I downshift it, get it up to 2,500, just you know 55 miles an hour up these big hills. But just take your time and bring water with you because I'll tell you, I felt bad for those people. Well, and that's true. But you also see a lot of them, they drive until they, they're, they're belching steam from underneath yeah, the hood. Yeah. And you're way past that. Yeah. The gauge, we want you to, we don't want the needle in the red zone. And, and we want the gauge to be somewhere between half and a little past three quarters. Mm-hmm. That explains the environment you're in. But if you think for a minute that you're going to go faster as that gauge is crawling up like a speedometer and you're going to overcome the overheat that way, you're not. And, and and a lot of times these vehicles are way overloaded. They're hauling a trailer they shouldn't have been hauling at all. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see. And some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks, DAV. Now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. All about that demon automobile. After the hour of 10 o'clock. To my right is Alan Salem, my son. We're in business together. We're in Tempe. This show is not about us. This show is not about our repair shop. This show isn't anything. It's about you. So we're here to answer questions and help you sift through the automotive uh, stuff that you have to deal with. We can teach you what to say and what not to say. We can teach you how to get them to perform um, because of what you can say. The last thing you want to do is, is tell them that your neighbor said to do this. That is a recipe for disaster, and most of us won't do that. So we're, we're going to work through somebody else's capabilities and someone else's eyes, and we're going to charge you, and if they're wrong, then you're mad, and they're saying that we don't know what we're doing. And then it just turns into be this big battle of, of nothing. 
So just don't do that. Don't tell us what the Google guy says on the Internet. Don't tell us what some guy said on the air. Symptoms. Just symptoms. That will be best. To my left is a kid named Mark Salem. He's been challenged his whole life with having my name. And um, I'm sorry. That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I told you about Blackwell, and we're going to tell you about another shop, uh, Harker's on 38th Avenue in Indian School. I tell this same story over and over again because it's so valuable to me. A guy takes his BMW in, and somebody tells him it's a $2,000 job that needs to be done. It's somewhere around there. And then he takes it into Harker's, and he says, you know, this is what I've got. It's blowing water out of the vents, and predominantly on the passenger side more than the driver's side water there's a mist coming out of the vents so they went in and at the very behind the glove box is this box called the evaporator and inside is the heater core and a cold so one of these little radiators is hot that's the heater and one of them is cold for the air conditioning well the air conditioning will sweat so we have to have a drain off the bottom of the box the drain is about the size of a pencil and it's got a hole in it the just slightly bigger than the lead in the pencil. So the idea is, is that's supposed to drain. So you raise it up in the air. This is, this is a great story. And the young man that did this stuck, had a big, long screwdriver, so he just stuck it into the drain, and he's covered in water within, well, before he can get the heck out of the way. So he drains the water out of the evaporator case. Then he goes up in there with some of these tweezer kind of things, and he grabs whatever's there. He pulls it through. Then they know how to charge that box with air and not and then all of a sudden a bunch of stuff comes out of the drain and they're done $140 as opposed to $2000 now when they would have gone in and done the evaporator core they would have fixed the drain so you can understand that's what's important so when you got a $2000 bill it's a good idea to get a second opinion unless of course you've been dealing with this facility this repair facility you did, your mom and dad did, it's been in the family 20 or 30 years, and they've always done a good job, and they've always treated you right, then yes, that's where you need to go. So Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, good place to go, and they're really, really good with diagnosis. I did a dashboard on a Dodge truck that I couldn't figure out, so I thought I'll send it over there, and they figured it out within about three hours. We do a lot of those. Yeah. So, Holy cow. And give me the symptoms and give me the repair. There's a lot of different symptoms, but typically the um, the blend doors break. So they'll get stuck in the defrost position or they'll get stuck in the foot position, the air will. Okay. So um, there's on some Dodges, there's five, some there's four, but there's actuators in the back, and those actuators go bad or the doors go bad. So we go in there, and we'll usually do all of the doors, all of the actuators, the heater core, and the evaporator. And Adam probably does, I don't know, three to five a, a month. Okay. And, and, and this these are going to be high-mileage trucks. And we don't want to go in because going in and coming out is a lot of money. Oh, yeah. You're, you're pulling the dash mm-hmm, apart. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to go in and do activator number one, activator number one, and then do two, and then do three, mm-hmm, and then do four. Mm-hmm. So we really think it's in your best interest, especially high-mileage trucks. Let's just do the whole thing. Now, the blend door, just for the rest of you, the blend door's job is I want you to picture the letter Y. Okay, so we have two verticals, and then we have a, like a tree, and then we have the trunk, and then we have two verticals. The blend door is right in the middle of the Y. So if it opens correctly, it'll send hot air or cold air to the left side, the high side of the Y. Or it'll send hot or cold to the right side, or and then the very bottom 
is where the hot air comes in. So what we're doing is, is we're using this door to close this door and open this door. So it's called the blend door, but it actually has between two and three and five positions. Yeah, and, and all the gears are plastic. You know, they're, they're plastic. So after, you know, they start, the gears on the actuator and the gears on the, the doors are plastic. They break and then they they stay shut. And that's why it comes out only your feet or only your, you know, it's the stuck. Dash. It's, it's, stuck. Does, it's yeah. not going to work. And the little electric motors, they don't uh, work worth a darn. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. And we're really good with arguments between husbands and wives. So if the husband says this and the wife says that, the wife can call in and say, hey, but here's what you do. You don't necessarily tell us where you are saying and your husband's saying. You can tell us the truth or you can switch it because it doesn't make any difference to me. I'm not necessarily going to always side with the wife or the husband, but it's always pretty good. There's a lot of people with cruise control issues. They fight about when and when you should and when you shouldn't. But you said on the way up here, you said on the way up here at Mount Ord, coming up the backside of Mount Ord from Phoenix, mm-hmm. you said there was a guy in the right lane. Steam was coming out from underneath his hood. He was clearly in a serious overheat mood. mode. What was he hauling? You First know? of all, he was going southbound, so he's on the other side of the road. But okay. regardless, he was ho- a big toy hauler, big, big, big toy hauler at 5 o'clock, Mount Ord. I mean, the hottest part of the day. So he's on the upside of Mount Ord from Payson. Yes. On the upside yes. southbound road. Yes, yes. And so he ends up on the right-hand lane, and he's blocking right-hand lane, yep. and he's doing five miles an hour. He and stopped. He's out looking at the car. Okay. So parked the in the open. middle of the lane. Okay. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of unhappy people, but there there was signs before that mm-hmm. that he could have picked a spot to pull over and stuff. But like you said, no matter whether you're coming from Payson up to Mount Ord or whether you're coming from Phoenix up to, because the roads are steep on both sides, it's not uncommon in the summertime to see all kinds of vehicles off to the right. And here's the common denominator. The hood's open and there's there's coolant or water running down the road from underneath the front of the vehicle. Yep. And that's that's just something that's going to ruin your vacation. Mm-hmm. 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hey, my name is Steve Woods, and I am hosting a show on 960 The Patriot called The Beacon. It's sponsored by Phoenix Christian, and it's a show where we look at how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Listen in on Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock on 960 The Patriot to The Beacon, and be encouraged, hear cool stories from amazing people of things that only God can do for His glory, for the sake of His kingdom, and for the encouragement of those who listen. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. 
It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold. Whoa. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold in your house. Whoa. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're going to go straight to Bob because I didn't get him last segment. Bob, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. I inherited an 07 Chevy Malibu in December from my mother. It had 45,000 miles, and I had the transmission fluid serviced, the filter and fluid, Mm -hmm. and the brake fluid serviced. And... I'm doing the oil changes myself, like every 4,000 miles, and it seems like it's in pretty good shape. It, you know, it only had 45,000 miles. I don't have the owner's manual, though. I can't find the owner's manual. So hey, you how get on we, the internet. What else do you think I should do? Um, I think you've done some fluids in the oil changes fine. I would check the tires to make sure they're not more than 10 years old. Your life is in danger, and so is all your passengers. If the DOT suggests that the tires are ten years, ten years or older, so I'd have that checked. That's easy. Somebody can do that. You can do that yourself. But here's the problem: the DOT is often on the inside of the tire, so there's a little brand mark in it, and the last four numbers indicate when it was born. So it'd say ten o three, or ten thirteen. So it's the tenth week of two thousand thirteen. Mm-hmm. So then I would do hoses and belts because I don't think um, it's a good idea if they're all original. I think that's a real weak spot. So tires, hoses, and belts, can you think of anything else? No, I was going to say rubber components, hoses, belts, uh, tires. uh, Rubber is the most important thing. Yeah, and and the only thing I, I would tell you is it's entirely possible that your mother drove that as if she had a hot cup of coffee on the dashboard. Would that be a fair assumption? Yes. Okay. I'd drive it like I stole it um, for a little while. And so I, I don't think it's going to... I'm not suggesting that you put your foot to the floor and just blow this thing out until wait till back off the throttle till it does 100. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just suggesting that she's been riding a horse that has been walking for many, many years, and perhaps maybe you should get the horse to trot and then run at the appropriate time. So what do you think going forward about the transmission fluid, like... Every every 50,000 miles or what? Or sooner? I, I would think that would be fair. I'd refer to the owner's manual once you get a copy of it. 
but I'll bet you it's going to be 50 to 75. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And and the transmission fluid, you already know what the old did. The old stuff was it pink and pretty? They said it wasn't bad. I asked, the, yeah, I, I went back there when they dropped the pan, and first when they heard 07, you know, they said, oh, we're not going to touch that transmission. But then when they saw that it only had 45,000 miles, you know, then it was yeah. okay, you know. Then the first they weren't going to service it because, you know, they don't want to. You know, they thought it hadn't been, which it hadn't. It was the original fluid, but it only had 45,000 miles. Yeah. I think um, I would I would take the dipstick out and get a white paper towel and just kind of slap the dipstick on the towel, and you'll know what cherry red looks like. And I'd probably change it if the color changed in the next four or five years. Yeah. I, I would do the I'd do the rubber components, and then I would drive it until stuff come up. I wouldn't do anything more preventative. That yeah. I can think of. Oil changes. Oil changes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Nothing it. preventative. And, and assuming the oil changes is oil filter and check all the fluids, check all the belts, and check all the tires. So that's kind of what, what we're talking about. That's a full inspection. But no, I, and if you want an owner's manual, just um, I, the tip of the name of that company that makes all the owner's manual is right on the tip of my tongue. But you can get an Ch- owner. Chilton? No, no, not Chilton. Um, you can get an owner's manual on the internet. All you're going to do is plug in your 07 Malibu owner's manual, and you'll find one on the internet. Or you can go to the dealer and buy one. But mm-hmm. there's a good possibility they don't have it, so you're going to have to order it. So you might as well just order off the net. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. You bet. Thank you. you, Dave. You're up next. How can we help you? Yeah. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, my daughter has a 07 Honda CRV, and it's just been a tremendous car. However, a couple years ago, the AC went out, and we had it um, taken care of, and it was running great and everything. Now, this summer, the last couple weeks, uh, it appears to be cycling when she is um, at idle, at a stop sign or a a traffic signal, whatever, but then it kicks back on um, when she's driving and it cools the car down. Um, We took it over and had someone look at it, and they say that the um, compressor is bad because the numbers, so on and so forth, high side, low side, are all over the board. Do you have any um, insights for me? Um, I'm having a tough time with the diagnosis and your and what you say. What I hear you saying is that the cycling, when she comes to a stop, or at low RPMs or low mile an hour, but it gets nice and cold when you're running down the you know Indian school at 45 miles an hour, 50. Is that right? Correct. That is okay. correct. I'm, 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 I'm just calling foul here. If the compressor was bad, <laughs> why would it blow cold air at 45 miles an hour? It Correct. doesn't make sense. I think the clicking noise, the, do you know the difference between normal and recirculatory? Yes. Okay. I want her to go to normal, and I want her to run the fan speed wide open, and I want to know if it clicks then. This thing could be freezing up at low speeds because it's so efficient, and when it freezes up, then it'll start cycling the clutch, and what happens is is people run their fan speeds on low, and they go to recirculation, which freezes everything up. So when you stop, it starts cycling the compressor. You say you it runs at highway speeds or high, you know, 45 and north, it runs nice and cold. That's all it needs to do. We've got this problem with it cycling. It's not going to be low freon. Otherwise, you wouldn't be cold on the high side. You wouldn't be cold on the high speed side. So I, I think it's a possibility. And what I'm saying to you is, is get off low and recirculatory and go to normal and bring that fan speed up. Let's melt the ice. And if she says, oh, it doesn't cycle, then what's happening is it's freezing up. 
So she needs to stop recirculating all the cold air and get it colder and colder and colder because it's freezing up the unit. So she can go to normal and drop a window. That happens a lot. Or kick up her fan speed. We just need to melt the ice cube, and we're not going to do it by blowing across it like this. We're going to need to blow a, a hurricane across it in order to do it, and that's the reason why we go to outside air and, and we uh, kick the fan speed up. Let me know how I did. Interesting. Okay, and so no mask. Just yeah, put and, it on and, normal. Yep. Yep, normal, and so let's kick max. the fan speed up. I want the fan speed to be 2, 3, or 4. I'd prefer 3 or 4. Okay. So full fan, full fan speed and normal, not max. That's right. Just and, take care of it. And the question is, is, no, the question is, is how does that affect it? Better, worse, or the same. Exactly. Better, worse, or gotcha. the same. Okay. This is just part okay. of the diagnostic. That may not be the issue, but this is just part of the diagnostic to, to eliminate yeah, they, first. They wanted to put a whole new compressor in, and it was didn't make any sense to me either. So. That's I, the, easy, that's I, the easy way out. Well, and here's the problem. <laughs> if if yep. her habits are causing this problem, and it's not a bad habit. I'm not saying that. My mother did that. My wife does that. If her habits do that, it's going to do the same, same after thing. they put a compressor in it. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he's going to chase his tail, and you're going to be mad. I'm just suggesting this is part of the diagnostic procedure. But I want to tell you something. If I heard this story and my shop was involved, I, I would be very concerned. I would be very concerned because we're supposed to, my industry is supposed to be better than this. It would be easy to go to, say, come with me. Let's go drive. Click, 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 click at a traffic light. And he's sitting next to you. Click, 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 click. So compressor cycling on up. And then he says, okay. And he changes the air conditioning controls. And then they drive another mile and they stop. No clicking. Another mile, stop. No clicking. Okay, we're done. That's it. So why didn't we do that? That would have cost you 75 bucks, but you'd rather have that than a what was it, twelve to $1,500 compressor job? 15 Okay. How's that for estimating yep. good? All righty. Good luck to you, buddy. Good luck to you. Let us know. Thank you. All righty. 602-508-0960. We have another hour to go, so if you'd like to give us a call, you can. Let me talk about a really good shop up in North Phoenix as well. I-17 in Deer Valley is Action Auto Repair. Tom and I have been friends since 1983. I know these guys for a long time. I know they know how to do good work. I know that they stand behind their work. I know they have technicians that are capable of doing 92 to 98% of the diagnostics necessary for cars. So Action Auto, again, I-17 in Deer Valley, full-service family-owned auto repair shop that's been servicing the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. So if you want somebody good and has ASE Master Certified Technicians, then perhaps Action would be a good place if you don't already have one. Oh, we got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? That would be Steve. Steve, good morning. Yeah, morning. i got a 2016 Chevy Trax. I get up and go uh, grab the paper in the morning about 2.30, and the uh, clock on the radio is like off by like an hour and a half. I'll go out another hour and a half later, and the clock is fine. I do not have, well, I, it has the OnStar, but it's not activated. Uh, can you think of anything that might be causing that, or is it set by OnStar automatically? Or What is it? A 2016 what? Trax? She- Chevy Trax. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that's Trax? weird. I've never heard that before. Uh, but, and and that's, that's yeah. exactly the point. I, um, I think, I don't know. But I can tell you right now, I wouldn't spend a dime on this. I wouldn't spend a oh, no, dime I'm not on gonna, this. I, I, was just, I was just curious if there was something that you were aware of or heard that before about the 
clock being set automatically. And then, you know, like I said, it just happens real early in the morning. And then later on, I come back and it, it sets its correct time. Okay. It, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not tripping about it. But I no, no, I I believe you. I believe you. I yeah. I think. I think we're on the right track. I think that it's it's got two different issues. Maybe at the baseline is eleven o'clock, but in reality the cloud is telling it it's twelve. So it's right, having right. a tough time deciding whether I'm set for eleven, but it's really twelve. Um, I, you know, one of the things, if you want me to guess, is is I think you have the best chance of fixing this if you disconnect both battery cables, touch the two oh. cables together. Disconnect them from the battery. Do not run some steel bar across the battery terminals. That'll be ugly. So take them, take it off, and just touch the two cables together, or put a piece of metal between the two and touch them. That's going to discharge all the capacitors. That's going to bring you back. It's like rebooting your computer, and okay. it's going to bring your or clock down to don't zero. Don't drive it two in the morning, right? Exactly. You, you yeah. Use use your wristwatch. Hey, my, my my son just looked at me when you said two thirty in the morning. My son just looked at me and said. It looks at me like, you know. Who does that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's never seen 2.30 in his life. Well, and you know, that's what, that's what he, the, that's He's never what, seen 7.30 in his life. What am I talking about? The you, let that's me what ask you a question. Chinese people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not going there. Hey, um, okay, let me ask you a question. Mind. Is this your car or your wife's car? Yeah, it's mine. Does she have a car? No, it's only car, and it's a 2016, and it only has 3,000 miles on it. Oh, jeez. Well, this is so, this yeah. is going to be under, well, I don't know, it's 16. If no, it's, it's going to yeah, it's extended. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm not I, worried about it. I just thought I'll try that battery trick thing, yeah. and uh, if not, no big deal. It always sets itself in the morning. So Okay, now, if, if in fact, it fixes it, and it brings it back to zero, and then it fixes it, next time the plate oh. passes, you put a couple extra dollars in. Amen, brother. I, I, I need, have, have I need all the help I can get when I get to the <laughs> <pearly> gates. <laughs> all righty, thank you very much. 602-508-0960, we've got another hour, so we're going to have about a four-minute break at the top of the hour, and then we'll take your call, 602-508-0960. Autodynamics is in Sun City. It's been around a long time, and I've known Chuck Nide since the late 60s. His son, Derek, is also involved in the business. Autodynamics has been around. And like I say, they do really good work in Sun City. So if you're interested in talking or having somebody, and you don't have anybody already that you just absolutely love, then I'd like to suggest Autodynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Hour. They're not going to sell you unnecessary parts, and Derek makes sure of that because the technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. They're on salary or hourly. That's a kind of a nifty way to take away the potential that somebody's going to take advantage of a customer to enhance the amount of money they make. Not everybody's doing that. It's an interesting concept, and so far it's been very successful. There are other pe- people that have done the same thing. So with respect to Autodynamics in Sun City, it's really the only one up there in Sun City that I really like. So Autodynamics. Again, the phone number is 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us if you have a car question. Sitting to my left is Mark Salem. I'm Mark Salem. He's my grandson. And to my right is Alan Salem, which is my son. So there's three generations of Salem, which actually adds up to about a third of a human brain. <laughs> so, 
and and if there's and it's a in thir- my head and no it's in your son's <laughs> head <laughs> so if there is a a rationalization error or rationing of the brain uh, mark salem the uh, the uh, third of our generation has all of that 602 508 0960